Don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. Reincarnation. I'm sure most of us would like to think that this life is not all that there is. Scientists tell us that energy never dies. Energy is transferred back and forth endlessly, taking on many shapes and occupying several different dwellings. If this is the case, it shouldn't be much of a stretch to believe that when someone dies, it's only a matter of time before their soul ends up into another body. That person may look different, but have the same unmistakable spirit. Reincarnation is a main staple in some religions, while other religions find it practically blasphemic to even talk about. There are several stories of people who have incredibly detailed memories of a past life. Some of these stories can be chalked up to coincidence, I'm sure. Others, not so easily. Some of these stories just have too many intricate details that cannot be explained. Today, you will hear one of those stories, The Incredible Life of Dorothy Edie. The year was 1903. Three-year-old Dorothy Edie fell down the stairs at her home in England and tragically died. Needless to say, the family doctor was surprised to receive a call from Dorothy's parents an hour later informing him that she was not only alive, but seemed to be perfectly healthy. Dorothy, though, was not the same as she was before the accident. She began speaking English with a foreign accent. She would sit crying under the kitchen table begging her parents to take her home. She started to have dreams of an enormous building with huge columns and many beautiful gardens. At the age of four, Dorothy's parents took her to the British Museum in London. Dorothy became so transfixed by the Egyptian galleries that she kissed the statue's feet and cried to her mother, Leave me here. These are my people. When Dorothy was seven, she saw a picture of the Temple of Seti I in Egypt. She excitedly ran to her parents, informing them that this is where she used to live. This was her home. She quickly pointed out there used to be more trees and a beautiful garden next to the temple. As an adult, Dorothy married an Egyptian man and left a very comfortable life in England and moved into a small cottage in Cairo. There, she began to have mysterious dreams which revealed her true identity. Her name? was Bentrashid, which means Harp of Joy. She had been born 3,300 years earlier. Her father had been a soldier and her mother sold vegetables. Her mother died when she was just three years old. Her father then gave her to the temple. 
At the age of 12, the high priest gave Ventrashit an ultimatum. She could become a priestess or leave the temple. Not feeling like she really had any other option, she took the vows of celibacy and became a holy priestess. It was at this point that Bentrashit met Pharaoh Seti I when he was overseeing the construction of the temple. The much older Pharaoh was attracted to her youth and beauty. The couple started having a secret love affair that resulted in a pregnancy. Rumors of her pregnancy quickly spread around the temple. The penalty for breaking the holy vow of celibacy was death. To protect her beloved Pharaoh from public humiliation, Bentrashit committed suicide. Dorothy and her husband had a baby that they named Seti after the 19th Dynasty Pharaoh. The Egyptians gave Dorothy the name Om Seti, which means Mother of Seti. Her husband couldn't take her obsession with Egypt any longer, so they divorced and she dedicated her life to the study of ancient Egypt. Before their marriage ended, Dorothy's husband saw her awake in the middle of the night in a trance-like state and write 70 pages of hieroglyphics. Dorothy found a job at the archaeological site close to the Temple of Seti I in Abydos, Egypt. An Egyptologist decided to test the authenticity of Dorothy's claims. He asked her to identify artifacts inside of the Temple of Seti I while in complete darkness. She described the paintings and the artifacts with amazing accuracy. This was perplexing to the Egyptologist because only a few people knew what was inside the temple. She used her past life memories to find the Temple of Seti First Garden, which archaeologists had yet to excavate. The garden was at the same very location which Dorothy had pointed out to her parents 50 years earlier. She also gave the location to a hidden tunnel at the north end of the temple. In 1956, Dorothy became the first woman to join the Antiquities Department of Abydos, one of Egypt's oldest cities. All leading Egyptologists took her opinions very seriously. Her immense knowledge solved many mysteries about the life of the ancient Egyptians. After she retired, her son Seti asked her to move with him to Kuwait, but she refused the offer. For her, there was only one place to die, in Egypt near her temple. Down away. 